What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brand New Show. As you know, I am Brand New, and like always, go follow me on social media, Brand New Show, Instagram and TikTok. Also, Brand New Show is the YouTube channel. Shout out to everybody that's been commenting, uh, reviewing. Uh, you know, got a lot of likes last night on this upcoming episode that's dropping tomorrow night. Um, and uh, hope you guys enjoy it when it comes out. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City versus damn Kendrick Lamar uh it's life and times of music uh so so I was thinking about this uh, a little bit also there's the YouTube channel that is the social media brand your news show on Instagram and TikTok and also all podcast platforms everywhere as a brand your news show and I hope you guys enjoy this episode uh so tonight's episode is wrestling life so I was thinking uh because I did this list earlier this year. Um, I can't remember who else I had on this list, but I remember I, I had some AEW guys and some WWE guys. So I'm doing the top 10 wrestlers of 2022 is what I'm talking about. And um, yeah, and I said earlier today why I'm starting to like, do a lot more podcasts this next couple of weeks is because, you know, the, the app I use for the podcast is kind of being like, it's going to be a little slower this upcoming, these next couple of weeks because of Christmas and New Year's, so they're not going to be pretty much pumping these episodes out like like they have, so uh, I might have to wait on certain things or certain situations, but, uh, you know, I decided to just work my ass off these next couple of days because I got nothing to do, so literally, so... um. So I was thinking maybe I do my top ten list, the entire top ten list tonight, and and then maybe I break down why these guys are my top ten list as I progress through this episode, and that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Cause then I was thinking just a moment ago about before I hit the record button was maybe I should just do one name a night, and then you know, <laughs> but that'd be well I could do that because I'm gonna have the house to myself the next couple of days, so I could actually do that. And then it'd be flooded with a bunch of wrestling life podcast episodes. I don't want to do that either. Where that'd be wasting my episodes on on just one topic. But um, you know what? I am gonna do it like that. Screw it. I am gonna do it like that. So uh, yeah. So to, so this episode is gonna this episode is gonna be uh, I'm gonna knock down two wrestlers tonight and talk about why they're nine and ten to me of the wrestlers this year. So. And uh, before I get into this, it's all WWE wrestlers, so I'm not doing AEW wrestlers this year, this this list particularly, but there are a lot of great AEW wrestlers that have had some amazing performances this year. MJF, of course, uh, is the AEW champion right now. I'm very proud, man. That dude's killing it in AEW. I really want to see what he will do in 2024. I don't know, because the rumor is that he hasn't really signed a deal with AEW to go back yet, so he might actually end up a free agent in 2024, so we don't know what that situation, Brian Danielson, of course, shout out to Brian Danielson, shout out to Chris Jericho, who's still doing it at 50-something years old, um, Sting is still going at it, Darby Allen, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, I know there's this problem that's been going on, I mean, Kenny Omega just came back, but the Young Bucks have been killing it for the last couple of years, and this year particularly, um, who else? Before he fucked up his own shit, CM Punk, he's, he was killing it. Um, John Moxley for AEW. Um, definitely shout out to all you amazing, uh, uh, amazing, amazing wrestlers over there, man. Um, who else? Uh, 
Jada Cargan. Shout out to you. <laughs> She's getting it in AEW as well. Uh, so, uh, you know, this list is open to everybody, man. So, shout out to her. She's killing it, AEW. She could have been on this list. I definitely would have put her on this list. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to all the AEW guys, uh, girls and guys that uh, are honorable mentions. And some WWE got people that also are honorable mentions that did not make this list because, to me, I felt like either you had a really good start but not a great finish or you had a really good middle and maybe a little bit of the end. But you just didn't have a full body of work that I feel like was really like, okay, this is really good. So I'm going off of just the people I really do think did a really good job. So um, this year, so um, so shout out to Drew McIntyre. Uh, he didn't make the list. Uh, if his reign, I think Drew this year was really good, but I think he had too many starts, starts and stops. Uh, to be honest, he should have been the first person to fall Roman Reigns after Backlash, WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash, but I will be talking about soon because that will be one of, I'm not going to say that's one of my top 10 wrestling matches of the year because I don't know really until I look at all of the matches that I, I get a chance to really, 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 really watch. Uh, one thing about me, I don't like doing top 10s and I like to put extra matches, the same people in the same match. Even if the matches are really fucking good, I want to debate which one was better. Um... You know, so shout out to Drew McIntyre. Um, you know, Randy Orton. I wish if he didn't get injured, he would have been on my top ten because he would have done some things that probably would have been great. Um, Sheamus. He caught the back end. He got hot at the back end. I think that's starting to fuck up his run though. I think he should have been the one in front of Roman Reigns first and not Kevin Owens. That's just me personally. Um. But yeah, man, there's a lot of more people. AJ Styles, AJ Styles kind of has been in and in and out the 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 superstar status, and he's kind of been in and out. So I don't know really what to do with him. But yeah, uh, Austin Theory, even though he's not on this list, I have to give him a shout out. I think the reboot with Triple H is actually a better look for him and a better help for his career. Um, Bobby Lashley, same. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a couple of people, man. So. Uh, but this list, uh, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say everybody has to have a better, uh, had to have a really consistent run this year because that's not what this list is gonna be. But you had to have had something at some point in this that made me feel like okay, you kind of were still in the conversation at some point, even though Austin Theory was in the conversation. I just didn't like him with the money in the bank briefcase, and I think it kind of held up his possession, his progression in the, in the company with it. But um. But that's neither here nor there. Now, let's get into the top 10 of this. Like I said, tonight I'm doing 10 and 9. 10 and 9 wrestlers of this year to me. And tomorrow, hopefully, I get to 8 and 7. Uh, Monday will be 6 and 5. And then Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever I do this, probably will be 4, 3, and 2, and 1 uh, in the next couple of days. One probably have just his own special show or their own special show. So, yeah, so let's get into it. Number 10 on the list uh, for this year, uh, wrestling-wise. Um, number 10, uh, so I don't like this faction <laughs> in WWE, I'm going to be honest. I don't like this faction at all, but they have two people that I do believe has had a really good impact this year. Um, and 
earlier, I thought of one, and I just realized the other one is just as impactful and just as great. Um, so honorable mention of Finn Ballard. I will put Rhea Ripley at number ten. Uh, I think she's going to be the hottest attraction in twenty twenty three. Uh. You know, for the most part, she's had a pretty good year. Um, going back to WrestleMania backlash, shit, even going back to WrestleMania. I mean, she uh, teamed up with, I forgot, Nikki Cross, I think, around that time. And she teamed up with Nikki Cross. To, she, I think they were tag team champions, as a matter of fact, at some point. And they teamed up at WrestleMania and fought. And they lost the titles, of course. But, uh... After that, WrestleMania backlash, that's when she joined Judgment Day with Edge at the helm still. But then, I felt like she just she just got going, man. Uh, after they got Finn in, the, in, the, in there, and now she won a chance to fight Bianca Belair, Money in the Bank, but that was kind of taken away from her because of health concerns. Uh, and now she's back to being one of the hottest fucking wrestlers in the company. So I think if if she continues to be this, and I'm I'm one of the rare few that said from the moment she stepped into uh, 2022, well the last couple of months I've said she needs to win Royal Rumble. If she doesn't win the Women's Royal Rumble, what the fuck is the point of having her have this hot ass streak and not face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania? So I would love to see them two fight at WrestleMania, and I think that is a perfect person to put at number ten. I think Rhea has had an incredible year. And I think from the beginning to right now, she's having an incredible year. So Rhea Ripley is definitely number 10 on my list. She is definitely there. Uh, like I said, shout out to Finn Balor. Finn Balor's had a great year, um, especially when he got into the Judgment Day. But I feel like he, out of everybody, has kind of – the Judgment Day fraction, faction is kind of starting to stop. But Rhea's had more of the impact because every time they have had a good situation, she's been the one that's kind of given them – that uh that umph. So Rhea is definitely number ten on my list, and I think she would definitely do more action going forward in twenty twenty three. I think she's gonna win the Royal Rumble. I think she's actually gonna be Bianca at WrestleMania, and she's gonna be the women's champion. So yeah, which will make it interesting because then it's kind of like she's bigger than Judgment Day. So what do you do? Um, uh, number nine on this list is Matt Riddle. I got to give it to Matt Riddle, man. I'm sorry to, to bust a lot of people's bubble, but Matt Riddle is number nine on this list, man, uh, to me. Um, the reason why I'm giving it to Matt Riddle is because, like I just said, the beginning of the year, uh, for the most part, um, the RKO, the RK bro, I should say, uh, like I just said, Randy Orton, honorable mention, Matt Riddle and RK bro held his own. He kind of got his career really to another level when he really teamed up with uh, Randy Orton, he became such a synonymous um, guy when he teamed over Randy Orton. Um, for the most part, I think for what he has accomplished in these this year, particularly, I mean, the match at WrestleMania with the Street Profits and Alpha Academy and RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team Titles. I mean, him hitting the RKO off the top rope on uh, Montez Ford was just incredible. Um, you know, even when they lost their titles to the Usos and they became the Undisputed Champions, Tag Team Champions, he went on and had a, a pretty good rivalry with Roman Reigns for a little bit of that time in, in, in the summer. I think that if they would have kept that going, he probably would have had a bigger impact 
in the year. Now, of course, his storyline would evolve into something else with Seth Rollins, which uh, is one of the reasons why he's also on his list because even though the matches sometimes, I think, I think hey, this is how I feel about that. I think the pay-per-view matches kind of got overproduction, overly done, and it should have never been that way because when they fought on Raw, they were way more competitive. This shit was way more important. It felt like they were fighting for something. Especially when Seth became United States champion and he fought Matt Riddle the next Monday after he won it. Like, it felt like them two, like, actually really did have chemistry. But the double, when they put them in, like, excuse me, like, pay-per-views, I think they over-fucking-did it. The promos between these two men were incredible. You finally saw Matt Riddle actually step out of that bro shit. It was kind of like a real, like, yo, like, you talk about my family, it's going to be on and popping. Like, I don't, like, and I think that that was the thing about this this robbery that I love so much. Recently, they kind of don't know what the fuck they're doing with the dude. They put him on Elias that just returned, and I don't I don't know if they really know what they want to do with Matt Riddle. Uh, Matt Riddle was one of my people that I thought going into the 2023 Royal Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised if he did win, but now that he's had this kind of like back kind of back in a shuffle kind of feel, I think what would help Matt Riddle is going to SmackDown because I think if he went to SmackDown and not Raw, even though he has an over over the top personality, that shit would work with SmackDown. But also he's a beast in the ring. He's a fucking monster in the ring. And I think if you put him on SmackDown, you would actually get a chance to physically see it. Um, because he'll be still jokey playing, but SmackDown feels a little different. SmackDown feels like the land of opportunities. And depending on what they particularly do with the titles at WrestleMania and after WrestleMania, and then there's a draft coming up, they're going to have to have somebody to go to SmackDown that can kind of provide that entertainment, but also, like I said, when the bell rings, he's fucking in. Like, let's like, let's go. And I think he's done enough on Raw. He's not. He, there's nothing left for him to do on Raw. And if the bloodline is going to go back to SmackDown, you need somebody that could go there and right out the gate challenge Roman Reigns for a title match. And I think Matt Riddle fits that profile to a T. Um, because even though he technically can't win a, we can't fight Roman against his champion. Should the rules change if he's not universal undisputed champion? Then it's a different conversation. And I think if that's a different conversation, I think Matt Riddle should be the first person in line if he does get drafted to SmackDown to fight Roman Reigns. Um, all in all, these first two, Matt Riddle and Rhea Ripley, I think 2023, we're going to see a lot of differences from these these two. Rhea Ripley particularly, does she now jump the line and become kind of like the leader of the Judgment Day because out of everybody, she's the one that's actually winning. And she actually has a title because I think she's going to win at WrestleMania and beat Bianca. But Matt Riddle, is he going to finally drop the goofy comedy guy gimmick if he gets drafted to SmackDown? Because if that's so, he's going to have to really tap in to his inner Randy Art. <laughs> like, and I think these two, going into 2023, even though 2022 Rhea had a, a, a health problem, Matt Riddle right now is in a really unknown state in the WWE when it comes to a lot of this shit. Um, and he's now having kind of like a feud with the bloodline still. He's still got like a little bit of a feud with the bloodline because now he's, like I said, with Elias now fighting the Usos for the titles going into next uh, Monday. But this is the two, I think, going into 2023, I see the most changes going forward for. And that is also why I picked them for 2022 because they are the best two people to start this list off with. Rhea Ripley's been hot for a good bit. She's had championship goal in 2022. She just lost it. 
dish joint judgment day and they couldn't know they didn't know what the fuck they were doing with that faction until Triple H took over and then they feel like they now finally got the legs under them. Real is the literally the biggest draw for women right now on Raw. Now, if she also goes to SmackDown and fight Ronda Rousey too, I would not be mad at that match either. I think if you put Charlotte versus Bianca at WrestleMania and then Rhea versus Charlotte, I mean Rhea versus Ronda at WrestleMania, I would be like, yo, that is the match that I don't think Ronda should ever win in history because Rhea is so hot and people really just don't fuck with Ronda. So it would be, you would kill two birds with one stone. You will get Rhea a title, and she's the hottest thing, and you will also help that SmackDown women's division because you will have somebody like a Rhea Ripley running it. So, and it would make them have to step up the game to come up to our level. And then Matt Riddle, I don't know what's going to happen with Randy Orton, but until he's gone, until he's, he's, he comes back, there's no real reason to not push this kid into another storyline that really actually makes sense. If that's the bloodline storyline, after the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn shit happens, Matt Riddle fits that perfectly because then you would have to start other people's storylines with, <clears throat> excuse me, with the bloodline. I'm tired of seeing Drew. Tired of, I would love to see Sheamus and Roman, but I'm tired of seeing Drew get that shot. I think Matt Riddle would be a perfect person to move to SmackDown and have him have a real rivalry with Roman Reigns that would at least go past WrestleMania Backlash and maybe even uh, the pay-per-view after that. So, uh, I would love to see those two just take over 2023 because they did so well in 2022. Matt Riddle definitely shined the most in 2022 under Randy Orton. Then went after Randy left for a little bit. He had that. He showed you he has that that intensity, that charisma to really take over. And then Rhea is just a fucking monster. She's incredible at what she does. She was pre- pegged to be the next big star, the next big female wrestler, and then she went to the main roster, and then fucking shit went to flat because of Vince McMahon. He don't know what to fucking do with people like that. So I think these two are definitely going to be the two that's going to take over in 2023 because they had such a crazy 2022, and it's going to continue in 2023. Like I said, tomorrow night, I'll be doing seven and eight wrestlers of this top 10 2022 edition. So until then, hope you guys enjoy this when it comes out. Peace.